Aw, yeah. You know what time it is. It's time to have a good time with Alex and Ryan. Leave your troubles and worries at the door and come on in. Welcome to Good Times with Alex and Ryan. I am Ryan Sprague. You can find me on any social media at Ryan W. Sprague. Alex! What's up, boys and girls and Good Times cheerleaders, Good Times fans, Good Times gang members? My name is Alex Vanover, your co-host for the evening, your Good Times aficionado. You can find me on Twitter, dog, at Alex Vanover 15. No, that's not it. Van, what is it, Van Dollar 15 on Twitter? Yeah, Van Dollar 15 on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube at Alex Vanover, and you can follow me on Instagram at Alex Vanover 15. My blunder dog. That's right. That's right. You can find uh, Good Times, our accounts, uh, anywhere. Just check out the uh, link in the description. And if you haven't subscribed or hit those notifications or followed, what are you doing? You crazy? I mean, come on now. These are good times you're missing out on. Don't want to miss out on those good times. Right, Alex? Ryan, you know, last week, last week, some people were having good times because we had our third best week for downloads and views ever. Wow. Our, our third best week ever. So people were having good times the world over. Ireland, Canada, <laughs> Germany, Saudi Arabia, Iraq. <laughs> that's right. That's right. If we look it up, that's where we're, where we're getting some views, mainly in the United States. But uh, we appreciate every country, every world. We're global. We're Mr. Worldwides. <laughs> <laughs> we dabble. <laughs> We dabble in the Middle East. We dabble <laughs> in Canada. We have friends around the world. We go different places. We don't just stay mainland, all right? We go other areas. That's right. Good Times Gang is all over the world. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Fireball. Mr. Pitbull. Coyote. You know you want me. I know you want you. I know you want me. All righty. So let's get going. Okay. We got going. Ryan, you know what time it is, right? What time is it? Is it is it story time? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what time it is. Uh, is is it is it uh, good times time time? It's good times fun facts. Fun time. facts. That's right. Good times fun facts. I hope hope we have some good ones today. I'm ready. <laughs> fun fun facts. Hey Ryan, don't set me up. Hey, shut up. Don't set me up for failure. I hope you have some good fun facts tonight. I hope they're not Debbie Downers, you, you dirty dog. You yeah. Basically, yeah, you're, like you're a jerk. Oh, 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 we got, we got, uh, let's see, we got, we got drugs. Uh, fun fact about drugs. Okay, next we got that, uh, the Hindenburg. Very, very fun, 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 fun. <laughs> uh, a rabies case, uh, death, <laughs> car crashes. <laughs> hey all right all right don't think hey you said all you needed to say by not saying much right there and i caught it i'm not stupid <laughs> i read between the lines with your little comment right there <laughs> well i hope they're good this week because they were really crappy last week <laughs> yeah alex it's kind of hard to be your co-host and and keep it going when it's like oh and you know this lady got bit by a snake and she died what do you think ryan <laughs> um, yeah 
But, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of not funny, but uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the good thing is, you know, the snake she got bit by was like, you know, a really, really exotic, you know, uh, very expensive snake that uh, an owner had lost. So when he happened to work at the hospital and when he saw that that type of snake bit this person who died, you know, they got reunited. So it's, you know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. We just lie on every every fun fact. If it gets bad, we just turn it around and make it yeah, make up it. stuff to make it funny. <laughs> Country time catches wind of us uh, spinning horribly, horribly <laughs> dark fun facts that don't work uh, into lies, and they're like, "Hey, if you guys keep pulling that crap, we're gonna pull our fake sponsorship." <laughs> sponsorship that's right <laughs> you guys like that fake country time lemonade money well guess what buddy we're gonna pull it <laughs> all right let's go let's, let's get to the first all one. right first fun fact of the night if you were drafted during the civil war you could legally pay someone else three hundred dollars to go in your place did you know that ryan I, I've heard about that. Yes, yes. So if you are rich, back then, not only, not only were you do you'd never be drafted, not only would you never have to go to war, you could pay someone to go there for you. <laughs> well, it's nice to know that some things never change because rich people are still paying peasants to do their dirty work to this day, right, Ryan? Well, you can still you. you they can still get drafted. They can't pay their way out of it this time, but, but you know, oh wait, but but there is ways around it because you can like move over to Canada and stuff like that. <laughs> well, the problem with going to Canada is you'd have to have craft dinner instead of craft mac and cheese, and that's a big issue. You know what I mean? Uh, no, what? Explain, expound. That. No, dude, it, it, that's a bit. Like, craft dinner is basically craft macaroni and cheese, but they call it craft dinner in Canada. <laughs> that's it. That's the only difference I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and be, and we love our uh, Canadian Good Times gang. <laughs> we we love all three of them. They are huge supporters, <laughs> and we love them. Um, so Ryan, fun fact number two: there is a toilet-themed restaurant in Taiwan. Food is served on many toilets. Uh, so they the waiters and waitresses bring out your food and serve your food on a table that looks like a toilet. What do you think about that, Ryan? What if you could eat your food while you're on the throne? <laughs> like double toilet, like double double jeopardy right there, huh? <laughs> you're like, listen, I'm eating a heavy meal tonight. If I, if I have to go to the bathroom, I want to make sure I don't have to move, all right? <laughs> you know what I thought of? I mean, that, that sounds, you know... Um, I don't, the appetizing part of that just—I I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't—I don't understand. <laughs> Ryan, you know what I thought of? It was like they serve you your food and the, and it's not good, and the guy, the customer's like, "This food tastes like crap." <laughs> and then he's on the toilet. The food's on the toilet. He just flushes crappy food down the crapper. That's the first thought I had. <laughs> You can flush your crappy meal right at the table. <laughs> wow, that is that is a fantastic novel idea, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. All right, let's see. Next, uh, next fun fact. My turn to be Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. 
Hey, in Jamaica, sex between men is punishable with up to 10 years in jail. Uh, lesbian action, although, is allowed. What are your thoughts on that, Ryan? <laughs> oh, thanks. Hey, um, <laughs> here is something very uh, controversial, and uh, could he let you look at you in a lot of hot water if you say the wrong thing? But I'm going to throw it over to you, Ryan. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, I'll handle this one. Ryan. <laughs> the cops arrest. Uh, the two men, and they're like, well, you know, obviously it's against the law, you know, it says in the Jamaica's law, two men can't sleep together, you're under arrest, okay? Close the book. Open and close case. And then the guy's like, well, there's two women over there, why aren't you arresting them? Well, they're, that's hot. That's totally hot. We're not... That's hot. We're not, I mean, that's a non-issue. That's hot, okay? We're not <laughs> arresting them. Huh? Uh? I don't, I don't know. That was All a right. Guy. <laughs> Brian, yeah. hey, yeah, Brian, my turn. <laughs> I'm trying to have a good time here, Ryan, and you're and you're just pouring salt yeah. all over my game. <laughs> you got a little salt shaker tonight. You started, you're salting me all night. Yeah, shake that salt shaker. <laughs> shake it for the good times. That's what you're doing all night. Shake it, shake, shake it. it like a salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker, Ryan. From the windows to the wall. Ryan, spread salt all on y'all. <laughs> oh, your fun facts crawl. Salt, 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 mother. Uh -uh. Salt, 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 JD. All right, Ryan. <laughs> if you were in the Old West and you had like six shooter holsters, you wouldn't even have guns on your hip. You just have two containers of salt. You, you don't, in your household, you don't have salt and pepper. You just have salt and salt. Hey, 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 Ryan, I got this fun, interesting thing to say. Uh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> hey Ryan, I've got some more controversial, really off-color good times fun facts for you. What do you think about these, buddy? <laughs> give give the good timers your thoughts. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't um at least it wasn't the Hindenburg. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey Ryan. Oh, well, we, you know, we just started. That was the first fun thing. Yeah, we just started. Okay, here we go. Fun <laughs> fact number four. And Ryan, this we're going back to the state you were born in, baby. Where are we going? Oregon, baby. We're going to Oregon. And this may be like our first good times. We were born there. <laughs> we were both born in Oregon. And this may be the first fun fact that we've done in Oregon in the entire Good Times show's history. Oh, oh, about Oregon. Yeah, it's, yeah we're go, I'm yeah. Not in Oregon right now. Oh, no, you're in Washington. That's why I said this. We're going back to where you were born. Okay. All right, Ryan. Well, there's a lot of things that could be said about Oregon. <laughs> well, this one is kind of crazy. This one, this one kind of surprised me. A man was jailed and fined fifteen hundred dollars in Oregon for collecting rainwater because it's considered property of the state. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like Oregon. <laughs> what the hell? What do you think of what? What are well, your, I mean, they your probably, first thought? They probably did that because uh, I don't know. They're afraid of it, like of it being industrialized, people polluting it. I don't know. That is that is odd, but That's, it sounds like an Oregonian thing to do. That is well, <laughs> what. So what happens? The state police show up and they're like. There's a filthy son of a bitch who's been collecting the rainwater. 
that guy tried to curtail the waterboard. That go get him, my boys. Cuff him and stuff him. That is the dirtiest dog in the state. <laughs> he thought he'd get by. He thought he'd get one by the waterboard. Well, I'll tell you what, boys, get him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Is because because then you don't have to pay the water. The water. Uh, well, I don't know. That's it's a whole bunch of different things. I actually, um, I actually in high school, I remember they had this thing where like, okay, uh, just talk about something, and I and I talked about. It was like an impromptu thing. And that's what I talked about, like collecting rainwater for your, <laughs> for well, your, uh, you, people can use rainwater to generate electricity. People can use rainwater to just have water to take showers with, you know, homemade showers. People can use rainwater to drink if they, uh, but guess what? It's Oregon. So it's going to hurt the environment. If you go and everybody collects the water, the streams don't get it, and then the fish die, Alex. That's the Oregon way of thinking. Get your head in the game. And fish have faces, which means they're alive. Okay? <laughs> Call back. So by you collecting that rainwater and trying to save a buck, you're not only screwing something alive, but you're also screwing the waterboard, Okay. <laughs> so that's what i'm saying like that's how you got to think of it okay what <laughs> i morgan hey, way when i'm paying morgan my way, bills you're gonna hurt the environment if you step on the ground in in uh in in the woods and you step one step off of the path you are a murderer <laughs> <laughs> look what you did look what you did you little jerk you just stepped on a bug or something or some plant you didn't realize was even alive. You sick <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> We're going explicit. Boom. Yeah. Hey, hey. There we go again. Hey, that, that makes lucky number six explicit episodes in a row, You all you good timers. <laughs> no, that actually happened to me um, in grade school. We were going on a walk with a science teacher out in the woods. And I just kind of like ran off the trail and like stepped on a fern. She's like, that's why you don't step off the trail. You hurt the environment. <laughs> She's like, step off the trail, kill a plant. Look what Ryan did. <laughs> if you don't follow me, kill a plant. Pretty much. That's pretty much. I was set. She made the example from me. You know. Was that Mrs. Lipner from Banger? I'm not naming names, Alex. <laughs> Because this is not what we do at the good times. <laughs> okay, well, I'm. It might have been a different name before that. Yeah, because she got married. She got married. <laughs> she, okay, okay, no, you didn't get the hint, but. <laughs> oh, the, I. The, 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 what I was trying to do is get you a yes, but not actually say yes. But you, <laughs> you know, you did your Kool Aid man again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Here comes Ryan with the salt shaker all over me again. Great. <laughs> Alex, you can't read between the lines because you're a big, fat, dumb idiot and you're pouring salt all over my head. If, you, if I was a weatherman and I was hanging out with you, I would say there was a 100% chance of salt precipitation. <laughs> Gotta get a freaking umbrella to shade myself and protect myself from all the salt you sprinkle on me all the time. A Mr. Actual Factual Smarty Pants. Hey, man. I'm just trying to, you know, if we get big... And they look back on this and they're like, hey, I want I want uh, some, uh, you know, I, I don't appreciate that lawsuit. You know? <laughs> all, <laughs> if they go all the people who love ferns <laughs> and beetles are just like highly offended right now. You're like, those guys are talking about actually not paying the waterboard. 
Can you believe it? Scandalous. <laughs> All righty. What do you got All next, right. Alex? Okay, well, it's December. It's December 12th. And even though it doesn't really feel like Christmas time because this has been the world's longest year, um, Ryan, we're going to do a little Christmas fun fact. Oh, hooray. Warner Brothers, the movie uh, studio, canceled production on Home Alone because they didn't want to spend $14 million on the budget. They, like, they started making it, but it just ended up costing too much. Yeah. So 21st Century Fox was like, okay, we'll pick it up. We're going to pick it up. Warner Brothers, you don't have the rights anymore. We'll, we'll get the movie made. We'll finish it. Well, that was a good decision, Ryan, because Home Alone went on to make $476 million worldwide. How much did they spend on it total? $21 million. <laughs> so they made like $455 wow. million. Dollars. Yeah, because you could get financing for that. <laughs> $455 million. That was like the greatest decision that wow. 21st Century Fox ever made. <laughs> well, no, because they also picked up Star Wars. So I don't know. I would. Did they pick origin originally? Uh, yeah, I think they originally. Yeah, they they picked up Star Wars. I think. Well, so, it wasn't. They, no one was going to take it. Something something that Fox also Dark did. One of, the one of the greatest moves Fox ever did as a company was hiring me uh, to be their 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 Fox fantasy focus expert for, for the last three or four years. That was a genius move that netted them probably nothing <laughs> well, in revenue, can, but it was a great bold move. You cannot debate how amazing of a decision that was to have the greatest sportscaster in the globe ever. Alex Vanover right there, right here, ladies and gentlemen, the best sportscaster you will ever hear in your life. Yeah, I actually just signed a very lucrative uh, contract with Good Time Sports. I actually switched, <laughs> I switched from uh, Fox Sports Radio in Eugene. I, I am now Good Time Sports certified 100% fresh. Good Time Sports, Andrew. That's right, and we get a couple cents per episode. <laughs> yep, yep. Ryan, check this Check this and, fun and, fact and, out. And you know what? If, if you are you know, part of the Good Times gang and you want to be even more part of it, teespring.com oh times with alex and ryan the hottest best merch in the game you will never get any other better merch and if you let us know we'll feature you yeah we'll we'll put we'll put your uh we'll put you on a, on a pedestal get us get us a photo of you we'll put you on all of our social media platforms That's and right. we'll let everybody know just how handsome or how beautiful you look in your brand new good times with alex and ryan merch and swag from teespring.com the yeah. only official website where you can have a good time. All right. And you can check the link in uh, the description or bio, and that might get you there, too. Yeah. I, you know, Ryan, I am so proud of you because I didn't even have to give you a wink or a nudge to go. <laughs> you are becoming just as shameless as I am. I <laughs> shameless plugs. Yeah. Right. You're slowly <laughs> becoming a dirtbag, a little huckster, <laughs> a little shamarmy salesman, and I love it. Well, no, but I really believe this. So I do believe it's the best merch. I wouldn't buy any other merch. Well, Ryan, if you're if you're saying that, I actually believe it because you don't lie. You don't. <laughs> oh yeah, we've been through this. You don't lie. You are incapable of lying. <laughs> Not possible. Hey, Ryan, did you know uh, in Germany it's a tradition to kidnap the bride right after the wedding? 
the groom has to find her to prove his love. Did you know that? Wow. That's wow. That's pretty intense. Is that is that the that's the fact, right? Do you that have is a fun fact. That is okay. a Germany okay. fun okay. fact. This is very fun. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like a game. Follow them around, see where you can find them. If you didn't like her, you know, you just kind of go home and forget about it. <laughs> They're like, well, the groom didn't find her, so I guess we're gonna have to annul the, the freaking marriage because he didn't. He's not very good at hide and seek, obviously. <laughs> what, Ryan, my let me tell you a story um, I heard about uh, some newlyweds. So this guy, he had he had some good friends, but he was afraid of what would happen on the wedding night. So he went to great lengths so that no one would find the hotel um, and, uh, and and just, you know, did everything he could. Uh, they went they went to the hotel um, that night. And then um, when uh, and eventually, uh, you know, he, he, thought he, he thought he got away with it because they used false names and everything. But uh, but uh, when uh, when they were getting out of bed. Uh, someone below the bed said, oh, I guess it's time for breakfast. Because they were hiding under the bed. (laughs) He's like, where can I hide in this room? (laughs) No one would ever possibly think to find me. Yes. (laughs) The worst hiding spot ever. That's where everybody went. No, but they, no, they were hiding. It was, that was the prank. They were there the whole time. Oh my God, that went right over my head. (laughs) Whoosh. Oh my God. I am a moron. You know that? I am a moron. No, you're not. Because, you know, they, he, he said the story way better. So that's, Well, that's insane. Ryan, you know, when I heard this Germany thing where they have to play hide-and-go-seek with the bride right after the wedding to, to see if, you know, the groom really wants, really loves her, my first thought was, well, didn't he just marry her? <laughs> didn't he just <laughs> say before God and country that he's going to love her and cherish her for the rest of his life? I think that's enough, Ryan. He just married her. We don't have to have an elaborate uh, game of hide and seek right after the nuptials. Gotta prove it, buddy. Gotta prove it. I mean, Ryan, here's my second question about that. A lot of people wait to get married to have sex for the first time. So I would think that once you once you get married, you're probably anticipating the wedding night a great deal. It's probably very hard to play hide and go seek with a giant erection, Ryan. How how good of a seeker would you be if you have a massive boner the entire night, Ryan? What do you think about that? I think you like to go there. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> wow. Seriously, Larry Fitzgerald would be terrible at hide and go seek. Yeah, yeah I wish, wish I could find my wife. Too bad I can't think of anything else besides, uh, you know, having sex with my wife all night long. <laughs> sure hope I find her. You know, this really isn't working out for me, you know, in-laws, you know. Wish you didn't take my wife that I'm legally married to, you know, huh? <laughs> that Kinda was, had plans for the evening. That part of it would suck. <laughs> Seriously, what if you were waiting, right? Because biblically, you know what they say about premarital sex. You know what the Bible says, Ryan? Yeah, but but you know you know like that's very very rare. By the well, way, hey, that, that, like, that almost never happens. Well, I just can't imagine. It's like, oh my god, she looks so beautiful. This is such a wonderful day. I just can't wait to rip that dress off of her. And then right before <laughs> you get into the limo, they're like, oh, he breaks the door. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. I'm sorry. 
Patsy Sauerbrot in Oh yeah, find her. <laughs> Sorry about that, groom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry about your wedding night. We did not mean to disrupt it. Ooh, wonderful. Ooh. <laughs> 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 um, all right, Ryan. Last fun fact of the night. You ready? You ready? <laughs> no, I'm, I was listening, waiting for it. You're just bracing for your. You're just I'm, bracing I'm like yourself. Blush, I'm blushing right now because <laughs> you're like, please don't ask me any questions about the game, <laughs> or marriages, Hindenburg <laughs> explosion. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> and sexually explicit content. All right, Ryan. And, and <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, I'm turning red, dude. You're making me. You're making me laugh just by looking at your reaction. <laughs> All right, Ryan, did you know that snails can sleep for up to three years straight? Um, no, and that can't be true because I saw this movie called Turbo, and he was the fastest snail he could beat cars. So, like, <laughs> no way. That's that's what you base that's what you base a fact on, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I saw a Disney movie called Turbo, <laughs> and this snail was fast. That snail is fast. That snail is fast, fast, fast. <laughs> hey, how many times, Ryan? Can you imagine being the snail waking up from a three-year slumber, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, salt, you stupid snail, salt. Then <laughs> Ryan shows up with a salt container. <laughs> Because I'm a on it. in this episode, so... Yeah. You're like, that snail's like, oh, what a nice three-year nap. <laughs> oh, and then here comes Ryan with his freaking salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker, shake it like a salt shaker. <laughs> Three years down the drain. Get out of my garden. <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of here, snail. <laughs> Ryan, let's go to good time sports. Hit the button. <laughs> sports. This good time sports segment was not brought to you by Fox Sports. Because <laughs> I don't work there anymore. All right, Ryan. It's I'm brought all... to you by the good time sports. Good time sports. You got the best sports news. You get the best sports trivia and statistics and whatever sports things you sports people do on <laughs> good times <laughs> with Alex and Ryan. All right, Ryan. I don't normally do this, but I want to start off sports with a good times fun fact. About sports. Oh, we like it. All right. The agony now, of defeat. Ryan, in, <laughs> now in, Ryan, in Europe, soccer, they call it football, but it's huge. Soccer is huge worldwide. Basically, anywhere besides the United States, soccer is the number one sport in the world. Now, in Liverpool, some fans take their soccer a little bit more seriously than, than other European soccer fans, and here's why. A Liverpool soccer fan killed himself when his team was down 3-0 at halftime in the 2005 Champion League's final. So he killed himself at halftime when they were down 3-0 in the championship. Well, unfortunately for him, he should have waited for the game to finish because Liverpool had a miraculous comeback and won 5-4 in the second half. Wow. 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 <laughs> What a stupid soccer team. <laughs> this is the dumbest game ever. I think I'm just going to kill 
myself. You're not a mank, you're a wank. This is so crappy. Bloody crappy. That's a, that's a Cockney accent. Oh, well, oh, I apologize. Yeah, uh, yes, I'm putting on my glasses. Well, actually, that's a Cockney <laughs> accent. That's not yeah. a Liverpool accent. If you want a Liverpool accent, you got to talk like the Beatles. <laughs> I would expect nothing less from you, Ryan. You've been on a two-week you've been on a two-week tear of fact-checking and salt sprinkling. You know what? You're a jerk. You're a jerk. That song "You're a Jerk" was written about you. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. 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 It's a rap song from like 2004. You will never walk alone. So, so there's this uh, Liverpool. They had this. Just. This isn't a fun fact. This is a fact. Just just Liverpool, about Liverpool. This soccer, uh, back, uh, I think it was in the 90s, um, there was, um, they overcrowded the stadium. And so there was a, a stampede and a lot of people died. Um, well, that's not a fun fact or that's a that's a dark fact, Ryan. So you're guilty of it this time. It's <laughs> guilty, guilty. And so they have this song they sing, You'll Never Walk Alone. Um uh, at the stadium all the time for Liverpool. So that's just, you know, Liverpool's one of the greatest uh, teams in the world, but um, that's just, uh, you know, a fact. If you watch Liverpool and hear that song, that's where it came from. Well, you know who's never going to actually get to hear that song again? <laughs> the guy who killed himself when they were down at halftime because he's a moron and he killed himself over a sports game. The yeah. worst thing I ever did because of a sports game was I was a junior in high school. The Blazers were playing the Lakers in the 2000 Western Conference Finals. And the Blazers were up in the fourth quarter by 15 points. And we blew the game. The Blazers blew the game. They lost to the Lakers. And the Lakers started the Shaq and Kobe dynasty. Well, I didn't handle it so well. So I took my PlayStation controller and threw it through the drywall of my bedroom. I smashed a hole in the wall and broke my controller. That's the worst thing I've ever done because of a sports game. And I was poor, so I was just without a controller for months. You had you had to have some oomph in that. That's that would oh. that take a lot to Ryan bust through there. I was pissed. I was a young Kool Aid man back then. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the Jailblazer area, wasn't it? Era. That was right. That was right. Like. One year before the Jailblazers, they had some of the same guys. Because that's when I stopped liking the Blazers so much is when they were just doing Jailblazer stuff. I really love them in the '90s, early '90s with uh, with <laughs> what's his name, uh, Clyde the Glide, Clyde the Glide, Scotty Pippen. That was that was a fun team. Jerome Kersey, Terry Porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking... All, pretty much, pretty much the Dairy Queen Cup people. <laughs> <laughs> Quintel Woods was a guy who played forward for the Blazers, for the Jailblazers. He got pulled over in downtown Portland, and he didn't have a driver's license or insurance. He handed the he he handed the arresting officer his basketball card as identification. <laughs> He's like, I don't have a driver's license, but I got a night you know nineteen ninety nine hoops card. Here you go. This this should work. <laughs> don't pull me over, dog. I yeah, that's. <laughs> he probably saw that going differently how did it work for him well he only played like five minutes a game so the the, the officer's like listen quintel woods if you were like you played like 20 25 minutes a game this basketball card situation might be a whole different story but you suck <laughs> so uh you know you're under arrest obviously well uh i think oregon cops because 
when I moved to Texas, it was still kind of the same, like Oregon, everybody went 65 or under and it was slow drivers. But when I went back, everyone's like going California speed because, you know, 60% of the people in Oregon are moved from California. But, <laughs> but the cops, I think, have loosened up a, a lot. They used to be real uh, jerks. <laughs> yeah. You Well, you still got to be careful when you drive through Reedsport, which is a small town when you're leaving North Bend. Uh, cops just wait for you to drive two miles per hour over the speed limit. They're just salivating <laughs> and salivating for a chance to pull you over. They salivate and wait for an opportunity to pull you over as much as Ryan salivates and waits for an opportunity <laughs> to pour salt on me or fact check me. <laughs> so you know that they're serious about pulling you over and reach for it. Be careful. In Texas, you can drive whatever speed you want. Yeah, well, not in Reedsport. Okay. <laughs> long as you didn't kill, long as you didn't kill anybody, you know, boy howdy. <laughs> hey Ryan, so LSU won the national championship for football last year. Did you did you know that? No, I. I uh, All right. Well, this, this year, Oregon and Oregon State, and that's about it. This year, Ryan. LSU is uh, actually in trouble. They're uh, they're facing some NCAA sanctions, right, uh, for uh, accepting improper booster payments for football players. So they their players were uh, accepting cash from booster yeah. club members. So LSU uh, decided to self-impose a bull ban for the 2020 season. So they're trying to punish themselves. The big issue with this is LSU is currently three and five right now. They have three wins and five losses. They're in fifth place in the SEC West. And if the season stopped right now, they wouldn't be in a bowl game anyway. <laughs> so what, what's they're punishing themselves by banning their team from a bowl that they never would have been able to go to anyway because of their play. <laughs> you can't punish yourself. That's not that's not how it works. <laughs> they're like whoa ncaa hey take a look over here we're, we're really sorry we're yeah. really sorry okay see what we're doing don't punish us because we're going to take care of it ourselves <laughs> it's kind of like how um uh you know pete carroll you know suddenly disappeared from the team that just was getting into controversy like oh i'm i'm leaving bye and <laughs> same, same, same with the ducks what was what was that guy's name that was chip kelly Kelly, he sees suddenly, oh, yeah, time to go. And then all this controversy happens right, right after they leave. <laughs> Going to the Eagles. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So there was un some underhanded stuff going on with these guys. Uh, all over here, so we can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Carroll chewing on his gum. <laughs> <laughs> USC is going to be in big trouble. Oh, I'm not here. See you later. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> So, so what do you think? Okay, so what do you think of the push for uh, NCAA athletes to get paid? I don't know. I am so torn on that because they generate a lot of money for the schools, but at the same time, how many athletes, how many people in college get their college paid for? It's no, I don't know. Nobody like they're paying for their schooling. I I don't know. I say Ugh. I say what they did where you can have your image rights. Okay. All right. That's, that's yes. Yes. Okay. But you should not get paid because that takes away the collegiate athlete, athletic aspect of it. Cause mm -hmm. then you're a professional. 
So why are you even at college? Like you, sh- you, sh- you should just be a professional basketball player because you're getting paid. Like that's, that's my thing. And plus it, it, it also, um, it changes the aspect of it in that, uh, you know, there's, there's more, uh, potential for corruption. Oh, for sure. For sure. And the, I totally agree with you on name, image, and likeness. I think that if they're making money from your face, you should be paid for them using your face. It's, it's a, that's, that's obvious. Now, as far as paying them to play, I think they're kind of already getting paid because they get free clothes. They some of the nicest clothes. Ducks players have all this Nike stuff. They eat the best foods. They're taken care of. They have the best gym equipment. They don't have to pay for anything because everything is taken care of. Yeah. They don't need – I mean, so I don't know what – I mean, maybe to send some money home because a lot of those players don't come from privilege. No, so, yeah, they come from other countries. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's that's why it's such a tough, uh, controversial topic. So this is good times with Alex and Ryan, not uh, Debbie Downer with Alex and Ryan. We're going to move on from that topic. Well, no, it was just an interesting discussion, Alex. That wasn't really a Debbie Downer. It was like, what's going on? What do you think, buddy? What do you think um, to do with sports, you know? Hey, when you ask difficult questions like that, sports-related, uh, I tiptoe around that more than you tiptoe around uh, <laughs> same-sex marriage questions. Seriously. Why, why is that? I don't know. I just – I that's a bugaboo. I don't know because I – You are the sports guru. That's I, why. I think – The best sports person, anyone, every, anywhere – Best in the world, globe, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Good, your own good times with Alex and Ryan. Alex Van Over, <laughs> best, right? So, why would you be tiptoeing around this stuff when you're so good, Ryan? You're making me. You built me up so much that I feel like I could <laughs> run through a brick wall for you right now. <laughs> let's get a workout in. Woo! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm ready, dude. Let's go destroy <laughs> another wall in my grandpa's house. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Ryan. One more sports story before we wrap up sports. Let's do it. All right. University of Washington canceled their game with their out-of-state rival, the Oregon Ducks, today because of COVID protocols. So the Huskies had a lot of ki- uh, kids with uh, COVID, and they felt it wasn't safe to travel to play the Ducks. Now, by now by deciding to cancel their matchup, Washington actually clinched a spot in the Pac-12 championship <laughs> game. <laughs> and it actually, by them not playing – because Oregon didn't get a victory against Washington. Oregon is now mathematically eliminated from a chance at the Pac-12 championship, and Washington clinched without having to even play. <laughs> Do you think there's some sort of a shenanigans going on here, Ryan? Is this, did the Huskies actually have COVID? Is this football? This is football, and this happened today. Well, I don't know. Hasn't Governor Brown been like saying, like, hey, we can't play anyway? So. I don't. I don't know what that woman is doing half the time. She, <laughs> she's gonna send. She's gonna send troops to your house. <laughs> yeah, she. She was like. She was like telling, um, your. She was telling the people of Oregon to rat out their friends if they're having parties and to turn them into the police. Did you That's, see that? I heard about that. That sounds very similar to something that happened in the 1940s. But uh, the Gestapo. <laughs> this is kind of weird coming from from the left side. <laughs> I well, if your guy, if if any of your friends are having a good time or a barbecue, rat them out. Rat them out. It's also funny because it's like it's like the the epicenter of anti fascist movement. <laughs> yeah, or, Oregon is Oregon, Portland, and Austin, Texas are like the two 
well, cities in the United States that are like does, really loud. Like, like Portland and, and Seattle of like anti-fascist movement and like here they are like we're gonna you rat out your neighbor and we're gonna send the troops to your home. <laughs> like, yeah. They said the National Guard. <laughs> and, hey. We're anti-fascist. Hey. Hasn't anyone ever fascist I'm gonna send some troops to your home and make sure you you change your ways. So, Ryan, someone needs to tell Kate Brown that snitches get stitches. <laughs> Doesn't she know that? Stitch, snitches get stitches? She better, she didn't know, she better ask somebody. She, you know she wasn't even elected the first time? No, because Kitsopper's <laughs> wife was doing some, yeah. some BS. Well, yeah, but they made, you know that was all political to get her up and in there. Like, they made up something to, so, that, so that he would step down and she would take over. Because Kitsopper was pretty much retired. <laughs> yeah i don't that whole thing i remember you know when did that happen 2014 I, it, yeah a while ago <laughs> well i and i plead insanity because 2014 was like the last year i drank so i probably <laughs> drank my way through all those newspaper headlines i don't remember much of 2014 and that might be one of the stories i don't remember <laughs> oh that yeah that reminds me of like you know you brought up the mask thing last time and there's like a New York Times article of like a whole bunch of governors that got caught not wearing masks or doing hypocritical things. It's like, <laughs> you better wear a mask. Meanwhile, I'm not wearing a mask, but you better wear one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're talking about Oregon and uh, uh, how they got, uh, they were doing, I thought they, you know, after they lost to Oregon State, I thought it was pretty much over. They so Oregon won their first three Pac-12 games. Then they lost to Oregon State, so they were three and one in the league. Then they lost to Cal and went to three and two last week. Washington was four and one in league. So if Oregon beat Washington, they both would have been four and two, and Oregon would have had a tiebreaker. Unfortunately <laughs> for the Ducks, you know COVID happened. Uh, the Washington Husky COVIDs showed up. The Washington COVIDs. And the game was uh, canceled, and uh, Washington didn't have to play the Ducks, and they clinched the Pac-12 North. You they know, can thank COVID you, for you that. Know, the, the thing is, though, for, for you good timers that uh, aren't from the Northwest, there is a big rivalry between Oregon and the Huskies. Like, every year, like, they, they especially or Oregon does not like the Huskies for sure. Huskies are kind of like they don't know much about it, but a little bit. But uh, there's a rivalry, and, uh, you know, it looks like the Huskies won this one. Yeah, they had an assist. They got the hot tag uh, from COVID, <laughs> well, and they I, finished the job. It started with way back, I think, in the 40s, <laughs> uh, and uh, they voted the Huskies to win or something. I don't know. It was some, it's just – it's been going on that long, though. <laughs> Washington um, – so there was this guy at our high school uh, named George Winterscheid. Um, and he was one of our coaches on the football team, and he had a gigantic Washington Huskies ring on, like gigantic one with diamonds and a big purple W. And at football practice, I said, Coach Winterscheid, is that a 300 ring? Because I thought it, I thought he had a ring for bowling a 300 because I like bowling. I, I'd never seen a you know a bigger ring than that. And he laughed at me and he said, No, Alex, this is a this is a national championship ring. I helped coach the Washington Huskies to the 1994 national championship. Wow. Yeah. 
he had a he had a natty ring on at our high school practice. It blew my mind, and he laughed at me because I asked if it was a freaking bowling ring. <laughs> He's like, "No, little little boy, this is actually for grown men who do grown men things." Why was he coaching over in North Bend? He I got mean, his de- he got his degree or something, and he was a, he was one of the counselors at North Bend, and he was a football coach, and he yeah, was but a, he was a football guy of a national championship team i don't know Wait, did i don't won I, the national championship i don't remember the Huskies. washington name. had a had a uh they they both they shared a national championship with michigan in 1994 how can they share it it's before the bcs existed uh, so if two teams went 12 and 0 they would be co-national champions that's why the bcs was invented okay so they so they could have a clear-cut winner at least, well, yeah, but it still wasn't clear cut until they started the championship game. Exactly, until they started the playoffs and they had four teams play yeah. and actually play each other. Then it was like, okay, they didn't have to avoid anybody. I think the best way to do it would be to have an eight-team playoff because why not? You can still have a team be undefeated and not even finish in the top four because their conference is considered weaker than the other conferences. Yeah, they, it should be like a tournament of every conference. Exactly. Yeah, I, that's it's what like I like the basketball tournament. Yeah, yeah, that one's perfect. That basketball team, except it's except it's elimination. Re- well, I guess that's how you got to do it. You're eliminated if you lose. That's how single elimination. That's how that's how they do it in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Ryan, let's 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 get into some uh, good times headlines. Oh, headlines. We're going to Taiwan. Oh, I was hoping to go to Florida. No, we're going. <laughs> I don't know. If Florida makes an appearance tonight. Oh wow! Oh, um, so all you Flor- Floridians, uh, congratulations on not being in the Good Times headlines <laughs> for once in your lifetime tonight. Let's go um, to Taiwan. An 18-year-old Taiwanese man recently woke up from a, co- a 62-day coma after his brother was uh, told him that he was going to eat his favorite food that night. <laughs> he subconsciously heard it and woke up. No, no! <laughs> I can almost smell it now. <laughs> um, the favorite food was a chicken fillet. Chicken fillet dinner. <laughs> wow! I mean, that'll wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh man. I'm on death's door. <laughs> had we have known, all we had to do was mention chicken fillet for the last 62 days. <laughs> we really screwed this up. <laughs> Ryan, look, look at me. Look, look. Chicken fillet. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. Time for that chicken fillet. If and this then, 18-year-old then, Taiwanese man was a video game character... Instead of mushrooms, like in Super Mario Brothers, he'd be going around picking up little chicken fillets. But sadly, sadly, it was stolen, and your brother showed up to st- to take it back. <laughs> yeah, the guy just gets out of the coma. He goes to pick up his chicken dinner, but he forgets to pay. So my brother just beats the living piss out of him. Mister Vanover, that man was in a coma for sixty-two days. <laughs> he puts him back in a coma. Puts him back in a coma. <laughs> they failed to mention that part because your brother is the chicken thief catcher. <laughs> well, my brother is the brother of the Kool Aid Man, so he's kind of like a thug too. Uh, Ryan, 
Now, now, I'm listen. <laughs> this next story is what I consider to be, I think, the best story that we've ever shared on the Good Times with Alex and Ryan podcast. Oh, you're really building this up. I I am, and and Ryan, what I I personally think it's the best. I also think that you are going to be uh, tiptoeing around this, but you're going <laughs> to love it. Okay. Ryan, you're going to love this one. Okay, okay, let's hear it. All right. Belgian <laughs> health minutes, the Belgian health minister has recently decided to take a stance against the coronavirus. She has put a ban on non-essential sexual activities of three or more people in out or in indoor areas. So, this is the last straw. This is it. Did she have to say outdoor or indoor? She said indoor. She okay. said indoor. So if you want to have a threesome or an orgy, outside. you're going to have to take it outside. <laughs> take it outside. All right. Keep, okay. Enough's enough. Have you, have you fit? I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going. Okay. So basically the way I read this, Ryan, is out, outside is still okay for throuples and orgies. All right. So if you want to have a gangbang, you got to take it outside. All right. Oh, my God. Move it along, Ryan. Take that. Listen, if you want to do that inside, I'm not going to stand for it. If you want to do that kind of garbage, take it outside, okay? And she put her foot down, all right? Enough is enough. COVID is going down, and she's swinging. What do you think, Ryan? This is to fight COVID? She's taking on COVID. Listen. You can't be having... <laughs> Listen Jeez. to Alex. He's the preacher. Ryan, you can't be having orgies inside nowadays. It's just too dangerous. Ryan. There has to be some reason for this. Ryan, it's dangerous. If you want to have if you want to have a good old-fashioned orgy, you got to take it outside. Wow. <laughs> and she says so. It's law now, okay? You got to do it. And if you're going to do it if you're going to do it outside, for the love of God, during your orgy, will you please put a mask on? Please. Put a condom on from the condom factory that's been recycled and put your mask on. Please. Will you do that for Will you do that for Belgium, please? I just it just does I just don't get it. Like this doesn't make any sense. Like is is it, is it that fashionable and that that up, you know, that that big of a thing that they're making a rule against it? I mean, is that what people do in Belgium? I mean, <laughs> hey Be Belgium good timers, is that the pastime over there? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. There's so private activity, but it must be pretty public or something. Hey, there's so many gangbangs going on in Belgium that they that the prime minister actually had to address it in a, in a news conference. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I called this press conference to order because I can't turn a blind eye to all the indoor orgies that have been going on for the past few months. You do realize we are in a pandemic and you're blowing it. You're blowing it for Belgium. Listen, if you want to have a throuple or an orgy, or a gangbang, just take it outside, please, for the love of God. Country, <laughs> take it outside. Wow. <laughs> take it outside. I don't take know. It you, you, you'd have, I, you know what? You know what? Um, I'm, I'm almost going to have to look this. Right, right. See, why? Where this came from? Hey, I think we have some new merch. We have some, no. Take it, out, take it outside. Oh no! Take it outside. That we're putting it on a shirt. <laughs> How about that? 
Yeah, we're doing, and we'll put it on a mug. If we were going to have an orgy, take it outside your good time shirt, Ryan, where would we get that? We wouldn't have that one. <laughs> where it's not going to happen. But if we did have it, where would we get that? Teespring.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you can click on the link in the bio or description, and uh, it'll take you, you just click on merch, and there you, there you are. <laughs> okay and guys good timers now i'm gonna work on ryan we might get the good times take it outside shirt available tonight no we'll, we'll let you know that is not happening <laughs> hey ryan let's let's move on to the next story <laughs> okay okay but hey go ahead and keep doing your why aren't you having the intern look up this gangbang story <laughs> what's the matter with you i hope it doesn't show anything. no it just it shows the the belgian prime minister and she's like she looks like susan boyle <laughs> um do you see it i can see you reading something <laughs> it says like uh belgium cops and soldiers had uh had had that going on you know i'm not even saying the word because you know hey <laughs> kate brown kate brown they had that going on dur her. during a, t a lockdown uh <laughs> i guess i don't know i don't uh brussels, send... cops, brussels cops bus lockdown or Orgy attended by diplomats. <laughs> the diplomats were doing it, and she's like, "Well, someone has to be the adult here." <laughs> saying, I know how. <laughs> she's like, "Listen, everybody enjoys a good orgy, okay? Myself included." But I just gotta warn you and let you know that these orgies during pandemic are probably not a good idea. That's why I'm decreeing. Did you guys take it outside? Oh, by the way, there's this fact checker checker that says this is false. <laughs> Get out of here. I'll send yes. you the link to the story. No, it's false. It says on the fact checker. What does it say? Belgium Health Minister has banned group sex due to coronavirus outbreak associated with orgy. It says false. From where? Name originated from Facebook. Get the heck, Ryan. You know what? Put your salt paper. Put your salt shaker down. <laughs> you son of a gun! I just want to make sure that the good timers get real facts. You you just want to make sure oh, that you. But we did. But we did say in this episode that we would be pushing facts and making false ones if they got bad <laughs> and making Ryan. so you know. Yeah, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sleep tonight if you let me actually have something good in my life. You gotta, you're like no. Alex actually enjoyed that story. I'm going to ruin it for him. <laughs> it's false. You're it's a jerk. <laughs> You're a jerk. You're a jerk. That's why I was saying this makes no sense. I just I just <laughs> found that story today. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this sucks. Well, <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't realize we were having a Mr. Actually sequel tonight. You <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. It's good. Hey, headline number three. You ready? All right. All right. Let me fact check this one. Oh. <laughs> All right. China is recommending that flight attendants wear diapers. Uh, China Aviation Authority has released new COVID safety guidelines that included a suggestion to wear diapers to avoid using airplane bathrooms during long flights. Hmm. that's pretty crazy well ryan that is crazy but can you imagine being the guy on this flight and you're like 
man, this, this steak is delicious. I mean, it would be way better if it didn't smell like my, uh, my uh, stewardess smelled like a dirty diaper while she was serving it to me. But other than that, it's a great meal. <laughs> it's got to be, I mean, it, yeah, that just seems so unsanitary. It makes, like, well, well, actually, that seems very unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know You're what paying they, first you know class. What that's going on. I bet that, you know, they're using those, uh, those, those toilet food, the toilet food. You know, the toilet, the toilet food tables, <laughs> and so uh, I'm trying to make a link between toilet foods and diapers. So, but uh, <laughs> Ryan, you're like, thank God I paid first class fare for this ticket, so I could smell this freaking stewardess's dirty, soiled diaper all flight long. What a great investment! There's no way that number two is. <laughs> is, if, is they didn't specify if they're going number one or number two. You know, if that's the situation, and no I'm way. flying, hey. If I'm flying on this airplane where they're recommending their flight attendants to wear diapers and just crap themselves, I'm going to fly last class like Fred and Barney did in the Flintstones, and I'm riding on the wing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yep. <laughs> Save some money. I'm going to hold on for dear life. I'm going to be like that monster on the Twilight Zone. He was looking at <laughs> yeah, Captain the Kirk on the wing. Yeah, on the wing. I remember that. I you remember know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we're at the He's like, it's out there. No one <laughs> He jumps yeah. out the I mean, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. In case you haven't seen, yeah, you haven't seen, seen that, that episode of The Twilight Zone <laughs> in 1963. <laughs> spoiler alert for a 1963 Twilight Zone episode. Spoiler Holy crap. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Here's another news, good times like, news like headline. I like that episode. That was a good one. Ryan, check this out. Two more stories for the night. Um, a dog found its owner at work after going missing for over three weeks. Abby the dog was missing for three weeks before unexpectedly showing up at the Alabama Walmart her owner worked at. Abby was being chased by employees and customers and actually ran up to and stopped at her owner's register. Wow. The dog had been missing for three weeks and had never, ever visited uh, her owner at work. How did this happen? How did this dog find her owner at Walmart, at where she worked, at her exact register? It's because, you know, um, that that movie Homeward Bound with the little okay. pet. I love that movie. So a descendant of those pets. <laughs> That's the only way they, they told and taught it through the generations how you find your owner. So as they, as they go, you know, have, have kids, they tell them, well, you know, I did this long journey to find my owner who went, and then, and it gets passed down and that pet knew how to do it. At, that dog, it's not named Abby. It's actually Chance Junior 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 Junior. Shadow Junior 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 Junior. That's one of the best movies ever. That is a movie that I first saw when I was like 10 <laughs> and I'm 37. And if it's on TV, I don't care if it's on at the start or at the end. I'll finish it. <laughs> like if I walk into Homeward Bound, I'm finishing that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That's pretty good. I also like Milo and Otis. Oh, man. I, 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 I watched it. I don't remember it. Oh, well, Milo and Otis. Otis was a pug and Milo was a little orange cat. And they go on an adventure. And the guy who narrated the film sounded like this. But then Milo said to Otis, 
Oh, Otis, I don't want to go up the riverbed. What did Otis say? Oh, puppycock, follow me up the riverbed, Milo. What did Otis say to Milo? I kind of vaguely remember. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. I kind of vaguely remember. Yeah. But did Milo? Do you remember Benji? Yeah, that dog was a badass. That, that was a Chuck Norris of dogs. He saved the kid. The, yeah, the, Benji the Hunted. Was he kidnapped? Like, the, like that boy that was, and he saved him or something? There, that, I think you're talking about Benji the Hunted. And yes, there was a kidnapping. But Benji was in like eight movies. Oh, back then. Wow. Benji was a star. That's more than the um, Taco Bell dog. Benji was in more. <laughs> ben, hey, Benji starred in more movies than Polly Shore did in the 90s. <laughs> Benji had a better Hollywood career than Polly Shore, buddy. <laughs> I don't know who it Polly is. Shore, so that's what that's what happened. So hey, all right, Ryan. Last good good times uh, headline of the night, which actually leads in to our good times true story to oh. end the episode. Love it, love it. Are you ready? We're going back to Oregon, Ryan. <laughs> we're going back to Oregon again. Oregon, the, the state where we were born in and we were ripping on. <laughs> Oregon is the new Florida tonight. <laughs> All right. The, the Oregon nurse who flaunted ignoring Oregon COVID regulations on TikTok has now been fired. Ashley Graves was let go by Salem Health after she posted a TikTok video saying she travels often, rarely wears a mask, and lets her kids still go on multiple play dates a week. So, what was she thinking, Ryan? What the hell is she thinking? She just refused to wear a mask at work. I don't know. She got fired because of the video she posted saying that she doesn't do follow the, the guidelines at home. Well, that's weird. I mean, like if, if you like are being insubordinate and don't wear it at work, well, that's one thing. But if you're like sharing and posting stuff like that's that's different, like, you know, you, you sh it's like it's like. Well, okay, so she's saying that. Are you going to follow everybody around at their home and make sure they're all following the same things? Like uh, or, or Ryan, Kate Brown obviously wants to. She's trying to tell us. She's trying to tell us to tell on our friends, right? That's kind of where Oregon's going, don't you think? It's the anti-fascist state. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> but first, you got to you know you got to be anti-fascist by telling on all your friends so we can send the National Guard over there. <laughs> Yeah, like, are you kidding me? This is right up Kate, Kate Brown's alley. She's probably the one who called Salem Health herself and told her to get rid of this, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, um, I, you know, I, I think that's unfair. Unless you were being insubordinate at work, I mean, you should be able to, you know, if she wears a mask at work and follows all the rules and regulations, cool. But, you know, you should be able to post what you want. She should have, this, this should have went down two ways. She should have either been talked to by the, to the people who work at work, who she works for. And she should have been like, you know, reprimanded quietly and not fired. Or she should have just lied and said she was making a TikTok video and joking and then just fixed the problem herself. She's an idiot. <laughs> Why didn't she just say, oh no, that was just BS. I was just trying to get clicks. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. I don't, I think she should, she should be able to say that, you know, she was just making it. I think she should be able to say what she wants on social media. Like yeah. and it shouldn't affect her work. Well, that's why, I mean, people get in trouble and fired all the time because of stuff they post on Facebook. It's been happening for a long time. You know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. They tell us, you know, don't be friends with people at work. Don't do this. Don't do that. But 
I don't know. Uh, I, because I think though, like you can get fired. Like if it's real, if you like say something in relation to work or like works kind of like involved in it, but that didn't sound like she said something. Maybe she said something about work, like, Oh, work's stupid. Cause they make me wear a mask or something like that. Or I ain't going to wear one at work or Ryan, if tied into it. I can see that. Well, you know, you're speculating right now and, the and speculating is not what you do you fact check okay <laughs> so i can throw salt yeah so you can throw salt all over my face <laughs> burn my eyeball ryan <laughs> we're gonna go into the alex's true life story to end the show we're gonna go one we're, this is gonna end the show oh wow a true life story Love and it. this this is related to the nurse who got fired because of social media all right so the, I'm going to paint a picture here. The, the year was 2006, maybe even 2005. Uh, I was visiting Salem in Monmouth area. I was visiting some friends and we decided at night we were going to go take some road signs from Salem that had our names on them. Okay. Okay. So just disclosure. I remember I wasn't involved in this, but I remember the what happened in the concert. <laughs> And I was like, when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, those idiots. <laughs> Anyways, go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> we decided we were going to steal. Like, so if a street said Alex Boulevard, we'd take it. If a street said whoever else I was with's name, we'd take it. So we go out. We take about six or seven road signs with our names on them. We don't get caught. We all go back home the next day to Coos Bay, North Bend from Salem. And as soon as I'm pulling into town, I get a call from a police officer. And he's telling me that he wants me to come to the station and talk to him about a very pressing matter. I haven't done anything wrong, so I don't know what's going on. I go to the police station. My friend John is walking out of the police station before I walk in, and he says, hey, the girl that was with us last night taking those signs posted on her MySpace page that the of her with all the signs uh, a big picture of it saying these are the signs that we stole from salem last night hashtag salem <laughs> these are the signs we stole from hashtag salem last night hashtag hashtag theft hashtag salem hashtag robbery hashtag hijinks hashtag she's an idiot so she posted on social media a picture of herself with all the signs that went missing the night before in salem talking about salem the algorithm popped up or somebody that she was friends with called the Salem authorities, which called the North Bend authorities. And we got caught because of MySpace. <laughs> well, that, that reminds me of what happened to this Ashley gal. That, that did tie in pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So MySpace wasn't just a place for meeting your potential boyfriend or girlfriend or just catching up and seeing what your friends are doing and maybe readjusting your top eight. MySpace was also for being arrested. <laughs> what a moron. Shit. Listen, what an idiot. What a dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> I wish I could fact check her, pour some salt into her freaking hair. What an idiot. She might as well do something while she's sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> That's, well, when I heard that, I was like, why would you guys, like, I wasn't even thinking about her and you guys getting caught. I was just thinking, why would you do that in the first place? I don't know. Because when you're like 20, you're like, this would be a great idea. This is, <laughs> this is the best idea ever because the street has my name on it. Oh, I need. <laughs> like, if you pull a stop sign and then someone goes through it, it gets. 
Well, luckily, no one in our friend group had the name Stop. <laughs> we avoided a felony on that one, right, Ryan? Hey, did you invite Ryan over? You invite Alex over? What about that good, funny guy, Stop? <laughs> we were stealing any stop signs, Ryan. <laughs> and luckily, we didn't have to steal any any of uh, signs that said Yield, either. <laughs> None of our friends had the name Yield, either. Yeah. Or wrong way. Yeah, wrong way. Dead end. We didn't have any friends with names like that. Railroad crossing. I didn't have any friends growing up with that name. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Yeah. All right, Ryan. One more quick, quick thing before we uh, end the show. All righty. What is it? What I went to McDonald's today, and I got a Big Mac because it's cheat day. And it took 37 years, but I finally got a Big Mac without sesame seeds on the bun. <laughs> they gave me a Big Mac without sesame seeds. Why? Why did they do that? I like, didn't request it. They just gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you asked for it before? No, I because <laughs> I it's ridiculous. Sesame seeds are part of the Big Mac jingle. Oh, they Jingle-ball are all beef patties, oh, special yes, sauce, all that on a sesame seed bun. Oh, but Big Macs. Are- I got a Big Mac with no sesame seeds. <laughs> what the hell? And on top of that, the McRib is back. The McRib is back. So all you good timers, for a limited time only, you go into McDonald's and you say you want a, uh, a McRib, the good times game, <laughs> you go ahead and purchase that. Send us a proof of purchase. We will we will, we will, will let you pay nope. for it and we will not reimburse you. That's, that's what we think. It's a good – hey, you know what we need to do? They've been doing, um, you know, like the certain person, a famous person special where they put like – <laughs> the good times, the good times, make, yeah, good time, make a good time special with like you know you put like um, chicken nuggets and then <laughs> and then you put you know the the special sauce from the Big Mac and then on top of that you put. The- <laughs> hey, I love where your mind's at right now. You gotta think of some of the good time special. <laughs> we need to get McDonald's to sponsor Good Time, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll be all about it and. And you know orgies and, and death Hindenburgs and they're, they're like we ready ready to sponsor our explicit content. <laughs> they're like we were so close to sponsoring <laughs> the Good Times podcast until the Alex wouldn't shut the hell up about <laughs> gangbangs and orgies. <laughs> hey Ryan, on that note, in the show. Hey, what's up, good timers? Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, be sure to hit that follow, subscribe button for notifications. Hit for notifications. You don't want to miss out on these good times. The FOMO is real, okay? And we're here to be be the cure for that. Not FDA approved, but we're working on it, okay? FDA approved cure, working on that. So uh, be sure to uh, you know check us out next time. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys. We are and Ryan is correct. Pfizer is currently working on the FOMO cure. We are a big part of it. And Pfizer is also working on the anti-indoor gangbang cure. And we are also very much a part of that. Mahalo, guys. All right. I'll catch you later. Bye. New episodes of Good Times with Alex and Ryan are released every Wednesday morning. You can follow the show on Twitter at good underscore times underscore pod. You can keep up with the boys and the show on Instagram at good times with Alex and Ryan. You've just listened to a Good Times production.